Listener Production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, he's knocked the headgear off him. This is Juno's edition footy talk. We're back. Brent Reed is here. Reedy, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, a bit of Tina Turner. Yeah. A bit of Freddie and Origin. A bit of reminiscing. Bit of, uh, you getting in trouble. You getting in trouble. Daddy, yeah, I, I just want to talk about the Reedy getting the spray. That's good. <laughs> here it comes. Footy talk. Juno's edition. Footy talk. Juno's edition. Adam Peacock alongside Danny Widler. Casually dressed today. How are you, Danny? Good morning, Adam. I'm well. Um, as casually dressed as you. As usual. Who needs collars? Brent Reid does from the Daily Telegraph. Reedy, how well, are you? I've dressed more appropriately for a classy podcast like this. I'm like you blokes who well, just slobbed it down. He's the Clark Kent, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm trying to raise standards, not Super lower them Reed. like you blokes. Super Reid. <laughs> Shout out to Michael Chamis, our mate Chammy. He'll be back soon. Chammy, hope you're doing okay, mate. We've, we do miss you, but Reedy's here in your place yeah. this week. I wish I hadn't bagged him last best. week. No, <laughs> I didn't, real, I didn't no. realize he was struggling as badly well, as he was. But yeah, hopefully you're back soon, Chammy. We'll get to I'll you being forward for you, buddy. We'll get to you being bagged in a moment oh. by uh, a certain media identity. But before that, we've got to talk about at the top the the sad passing of Tina Turner, who passed away aged eighty three in Switzerland uh, overnight, Australian time. You just think of those iconic ads. I think of my childhood growing up and those ads, which attracted so many people to the game who ordinarily, Danny, wouldn't have been attracted to the game. It was a masterful piece it's of just marketing. Just amazing. Look, was uh, you know, obviously John Quayle was heavily involved. Arco. Um, Two great administrators. We've got a great administrator at the moment in Peter Volandis, but they they were fantastic for the game, and they saw that the game needed to appeal to women, mm. uh, and they did those commercials were fantastic. And I, I mean, I don't know if my memories, as I always say, my memory's not great, but I thought she was at a grand final too. She might have. She was here, yeah, yeah. ninety-three. Yeah, yeah. You were there. Yeah. You can't remember. It must have been an epic it performance. Was, no, it was really good. It was really. I just. Yeah, but I, I, I couldn't remember like whether I dreamt it or it happened. No, no, or, it happened. No, it yeah, happened. yeah, it Pretty happened. Sure, yeah. Ninety-three Brisbane St yeah. George, and she sang that the team it. song with Brisbane. Yeah, uh, with the Winfield Cup. I watched the ads again this morning. They're really iconic ads. So yeah, it'd be great to to run them around again. To be didn't honest, they, just with new footage about dispersed. That? They did. They spoke about it a couple of years ago, didn't they? About yeah. about actually getting her involved again. Or? No, it wasn't my beat up. Might have, was, it, was it you? <laughs> it <been> me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it did. It opened the game up to an entire new. I was talking to Benny Elias about it this morning. You know, Benny loves a quote, and he was right. It opened the game up to an entire new audience. Well, yeah, that was the effort of Arco and, and Quayle. And we the talk about it, don't we? And we they, say they were yeah. the best. Like, I mean, I think probably the best sporting campaign I've, I've ever seen is probably the, the cricket one. I used to love the Come On Aussie. Come oh, On Aussie. And all, yeah. all of those spin off ads and. <laughs> They're my childhood. The story about how it all came about, the, the first ever story is a, is a funny one. It kind of kind of grew out of nowhere and it became popular off the back of the first ad, which they filmed in England with yes. Tina, who was in London, and they needed some footy players. Mm. And you look at those ads and all of them, it's just blokes running around with their shirts off. It was E.T., it was Wayne Pierce, like yeah. six-packs galore, block with his shirt on, but, you know, still looking pretty good. But the actual initial ad was Gavin Miller and Cliffy, <laughs> and Cliffy yeah. who were playing in England at the time. With all due respect to them, they're not your prototypical beefcake operators, if you know what I mean, who are going around everywhere with it. But they, they filmed <clears throat> that in London with Tina. They filmed all the other stuff without Tina back in Australia and boom, it took, took off. So E.T. was supposed to do this stuff in England, uh, I believe, and – Quail went over there, promised Tina Turner the most handsome man in rugby league. <laughs> this is the story he tells. And um, 
I think ET had to play another game. A game had been postponed, so he couldn't yeah. do the ad. So Gavin Miller, who was Quail's contact, yeah. said, listen, don't worry, I'll look after you. It'll be, you know, I'll get a handsome dude. And then he, there was Cliffy. <laughs> and look, I'm not bagging Cliffy because I'm not a good-looking rooster, but, you know, uh, Gavin Miller and Cliffy as the as the sex symbols for rugby league where mm. Tina might have questioned that, so. Yeah, humble beginnings, but it, uh, it certainly <laughs> took off. Rest, took of, off. rest in peace, Tina Turner. Mm. Absolutely. To origin then. Uh, guys, uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, we'll get to Freddie's origin media plans, which I'm intrigued about because he's had this open door policy um, previously, but he's changed that dealing with Queensland as well. Both coaches working for Channel 9, so no, they know the media. It's their inside knowledge for the Channel 9 types. Danny, we'll get to that. <laughs> but firstly, you're in the firing line, Reedy. You wake up this morning, the Ray yeah. Hadley's had a massive pop at you over the Payne Haas. Well, story. It, was what did say? it was yesterday morning, oh, actually. Yesterday, sorry. Yeah, um, I haven't listened to it because I, I got a heads up I was coming and I, I thought I'll steer clear of it. I don't want to hear it because you don't win if you engage in a war of, war of words with Ray. And I, oh, I did I, that for years. Yeah, and I respect Ray. I mean, he's great at what he does, great broadcaster. Um, but someone kindly gave me a heads up and said, mate, Ray's about to tear into you at night. I think he's on at nine o'clock. So I, I didn't listen to it. I haven't listened listen to it since. I will not listen to it because I just, you know, it's not worth my energy to put myself through that. I've caught them to flack on social media over it. What, what was um, it? What was the... It was over the Payne Haas story we did and it wasn't just me who did it. Uh, Christian Nicolucci at the Herald wrote a story about it as well and it was just Payne Haas talking about, obviously his mum's in pr- prison, she's, she's on charges, really serious charges. Three people died as a result of a, a, an accident she was involved in. And the story is just about pain, how he spoke to his mum, his mum would be able to watch the game. And it wasn't glo- it wasn't in any way glorifying his mum or, or or condoning what what has happened. But Ray thought it was a bit disrespectful to the families of the, the people who died in that accident. Has Payne talked about this before? I mean, he like has spoken about like, it before. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the first time Payne's spoken about it. It was more in the origin context of this guy going into origin with a mother in prison. So look, if – if the families involved took any offence, I apologise for that because that did was they, never the aim. I don't know. I don't know if they did. But, you know, Ray obviously thought it was a bit distasteful and he, and he fired up about it and he had a red hot go and that's fine. He's entitled to his opinion. But no way was it designed to in any way be disrespectful to the, the families of, of the, the the people who were involved in that accident mm. or to, mm. as I said, glorify anything his mum might have done or condone anything his mum might have done. It was just pure, purely to give a perspective from Payne Haas's end about what, you know, what this week means to him. And, and did and, you reference the other family yeah, who's going through yeah, stuff? And did you, yeah. were you in any way, you know, sympathetic towards them? Or I, don't, I, don't, I didn't see the story, sorry. Well, I think it just obviously referred to what had happened, yeah. you know, and yeah, cop the bake. That's mm. fine. That's life. Not your first one. Not my first, won't be the last. Look, I, I mean, Ray's absolutely entitled to any view he wants. I, I had years of dramas with Ray, particularly when yeah. I started in journalism. Um, because I was seen as um, someone who was friendly with Peter Peters. And back then, back in the day, there was massive radio One wars. One of your great leaks back in the day. There were massive radio <laughs> wars between Ray Hadley and Peter Peters, and they were enemies. Yeah. And I became collateral. I became collateral yeah. in all of that. And I copped some absolute sprays, but I think I'm, I've sorted things out largely with, with Ray. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, yeah, it's not pleasant getting a, a bake like that, I could imagine, but. I mean, I'm sure you stand by the way you wrote the story and, and everything it contains. Yeah. As well, I said, it, there was no intention to offend or disrespect the families no, who were involved in it. But it's it part of a footballer's story. And, and, and like, it's it's so unfortunate. Yeah. It's well, Payne can't help what happened, right? Yes. No, he and, can't help. And it. he can't help with it. People like, I mean, I asked him similar questions. Um, hmm. 
for a TV interview, which I haven't run yet because, I mean, we gather those stories in Origin Camp usually on a Monday and a Tuesday and you store them up and you you run them out at various times. And I haven't done that story yet. Um, mm. I probably will do it at some point, but it may be a bit different to the one that the Reedy's done or hope, you know, hopefully it's got some other information in it's, it. it. Like we had another one early in the week off the Origin Tangent with Jack DeBellin being named yeah. captain of St. George Illawarra and bang, that just stirs that pot of that backstory of what went down in, in Wollongong and all the court proceedings that, that followed it as well. This, as a journalist, it's it's pretty hard to tiptoe around. The, what do you do? You you ignore it or do you actually just go and try and handle it as sensitively as possible? You well, think you should be captain ready or not? Oh, look, I don't think they had an option, Danny. Who else do they have? Mm. The other other guys in the leadership group are Jack Bird and was one more. Um, was. Oh, Sewer. Zach Lomax was and the other one. No, the yeah, Sewer's yeah, out, wasn't he? Yeah. So he could have given it to Bird or, or, or Lomax. Blake, but Blake Laurie's out too, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I think um, Zach Lomax would have been the better option. Well, the whole it's a really difficult one. It's a really difficult situation. Me, it was an absolute mess for the Dragons yeah. and, and all sympathies out to the young lady who was involved in, yes. in, in the case. And ultimately, Jack DeBellin's still playing football, isn't he? And yes. I don't think there were any charges in the end that were that stuck and he's playing football i don't i don't look it's a difficult one for the dragons they almost picked him for new south wales Danny, didn't they i mean he I was, think they he was under consideration it. yeah um and that would imagine imagine the backlash then that one and every time matt lodge is brought up it, yeah. it's gone away a little bit as well but yeah. his past is stirred up yeah. as well like as journalists how how careful do you have to be with someone's past that brings in, as we've mentioned with the Payne Haas story, some some outside people who have been horribly affected in their lives by someone connected to well, Payne unfortunately, Haas. Unfortunately, mud sticks, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and unfortunately for these these characters, whatever they did or didn't do or whatever situation they're in, they're facing that for the rest of their careers. Mm. No matter how many good things <clears throat> Matt Lodge might do, mm. people are still going to hold things against him. Mm. Yeah. Look, I've got a problem with DeBellin for when he hit under the bed during the the, yeah. the whole barbecue thing. And that, to me, that that indicated to me that perhaps he's not a leader. Not the right man to lead the team. For me, yeah. that was it. You know? um, yeah. Everything else, yep, we get all that that went through the courts. But then to be hiding under a bed during a, you know, a barbecue gate scandal, that wasn't good. So, yeah. you know, there, there, maybe there was a better choice somehow for the Dragons. Boys, Origin media plans, it's its all laid out in front of you when you get to Origin camp for a player and on the other side of the fence, because you guys are on the other side of the fence, journalists who are trying to peer over that fence and see what's going on inside camp. But uh, Freddie in the past, I'm led to believe, had a complete open door policy. So, yeah, training session's open. Talk to whoever you want. Come along to training. We want to build interest. It's changed this year. How mm. and why? So it's pretty cruisy generally with the Blues. I mean, like there's – when you turn up for the first – Media day, um, mm. there'd be, I don't know, like 30 journos yeah. around that, all clamoring around, you know, a squad of 17 players. Players must love that. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. punishing. <laughs> um, and the first day is always the worst. Yeah. And you're just trying to bank stories. As I mean, like Reedy got the pain heart story and whatever else he's got up his sleeve. So I'm sure he's got some. Nothing left, Dan. Some gold. Exhausted. Oh, he's got and sleeves then, on and I reckon there's some stories up there. So then the, you have that pretty, it's been like that every day. Mm. And to be honest with you, by the second or third camp and you've talked to the blokes <laughs> three or four times, they're 
as sick of you as we are sick of mm. them, basically. Yeah, you know, we've talked to them that many times. And yeah. But you do Origin is a beast where we're just previewing and you're previewing and you're doing there's not always a lot of news in Origin. So yeah, you, and you're looking for angles. So you want to be able to access guys. Unless they go horse riding. Yes. Unless they go horse riding or other things that you or know could you uh, bay till three AM. Yeah. Or Tino or, headlocks someone and all of drags that. over to the next series. <laughs> That's right. Well that that yeah. helps, doesn't it? Yeah. When, when you we can, need that stuff. Yeah. But so yeah, Freddie's been very open. Uh, I don't know why this year. I think it's. I have a theory, Dan. Okay, well, so it's changed to Pressure. where. The, so there's six blokes today who are up yeah. for all ins. Is that it's, right? It's four, I think. Oh, it's four, only okay. four, and Danny Badaris is his. Okay, coach. five people. So it used to be you grab everyone. You turn up at training mm. after training for ten minutes every training session, even even the day before the game. Every player's available, but this year you've only got two sessions where everyone's available. The rest of the time, which is it was Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. Monday was a big one. Mm. Tuesday after training. Now it's selected players, four players, which mm. is still more than Queensland do, mind you. I think they only put up two. But More it, media here, though, yeah, to deal with. It goes against what, I guess, Freddie's always said, which is if you can't handle talking about football even the day before a game, how, how are you equipped to handle origin? Mm. So for me, I mean, Freddie's changed. After doing it one way for five years, he suddenly decided to change it. Was it Freddie's call? I don't know. Well, I assume I it is. He I is the coach. I've investigated. You know? So I assume it is. Um, and I just think it's he's under pressure. It's pretty simple, right? They need to win. If he doesn't win, he, th there's no guarantee he'll be coach again next year. What if the players, the feedback from the players was, you know what, Freddie, I, I know you think like that. That's probably been the way for five years, Adam. Yeah, and, but the, and he's they never lost changed last it. series and they thought, you know Which what, is we pressure. can't be bothered doing that. Which is pressure. But Freddie's taken the hit. You're saying it's pressure on Freddie. It might be pressure on the players and Freddie's – Okay well, he's the coach. That. He's the figurehead of the team. Yeah. You know, he's the one who ultimately, I mean, the players will pay a price if they lose, but he will pay the ultimate price. He'll, he'll, hmm. well, not the ultimate price, but he's the one who's, whose job's at stake. So, you know, I, on my view is, I think he's decided I need to rein things in a bit. See, I don't know who made the call. You're, I'm assuming. I'm a, well, yeah. It's always been Freddie. Mm. It's, it was Freddie in the past. I assume it's Freddie now. Mm. Mm. So it's funny. We, these, Ten and he's days. Wary he's I, I don't envy you guys. Mind. Yeah, exactly. mate. He's wary we'll get, about criticising. We Freddie. will get to Look that. At him. Brent. I'm just don't know who made the call. I like to be. I like to be armed with information. Well, mate, he's your man. We. Why is he call my him. man? Call him now. See if he can join us right now. Mates. Right now, Billy. Eleven o'clock. He's, he's training. Got, he's got both camps. I have Freddie be earthing right now, wouldn't he? With the team. They did earth on Monday. They did. They did earth. Yeah, they're still earthing. Great. They're just not. Doing interviews. Love her thing. No, it, <clears throat> it is fine. I do, do not envy you guys because you guys are on the rugby league beat as your your livelihood. That for 10 days, you've got to talk about <laughs> one game of footy. Well, what do you mean 10 days? Like try 30. 30. <laughs> but no, once the, once the team's named, yeah, they lob yeah, into camp. Yeah. And then that whole lead up, one game of footy where I guarantee you those coaches and the coaching staff, they're probably 10% of their day is spent thinking about the 100% of the things that you're talking about where they're looking at the little intricate details about how the game's broken, the boring stuff, the yeah. really boring stuff like targeting a certain player's shoulder in defence and, and all of those things, whereas we're just, you know, trying to stir up, oh, Tavita's playing, you beauty, there's three days of stories. That was handy, Tavita playing. That's why you always pray for an injury or a, oh, or a, hey, a, a judicial, well, no. <laughs> well, you hope for an injury or an injury Reading. cloud. Careful. Or a, yeah. An injury cloud, again, sorry, or a judiciary, or yeah, the match hurt. review committee to get involved. So give those yeah. first three or four days, yeah. if you've got like an injury cloud over someone or a, or a judiciary charge hanging over someone, it makes life a lot easier. What about... Like dealing? Tino helped with day one because... 
or day one and two because he's a bit on, dicey. Yeah, yeah. You know, dealing with Queensland it had much to do with him. In I know. The, in, so it's it's one time of the year I'm actually I'm cheering for a team. I'm I'm hoping be a partial, South, Dan. I hope New South Wales <laughs> win. Yeah. Right. My job's easier. Yeah. If New South Wales wins, so I don't really deal with Queensland much. Um, my dealings with them, I, I get along with quite a few of their players, and I've never had a, a real drama. I get on pretty well with Billy. So. But I don't – do you have to deal much – I had a drama with Billy last year. Oh, you have to drama with everyone, Reedy. Because we, we did a story in the lead, lead up to Origin um, 1 last year, Selwyn Droppo. I don't know if you remember that story. Because <laughs> he's made a truckload of errors, right? Is that your headline? Was that your – wasn't my headline. Are you sure? The headline. If I told you the headline – no, I came out with Brian Otto, <laughs> which, was the, which was the Queensland response. Yeah, oh, there is that, isn't there? Because you are a Queensland. Yeah. We, we have to make yeah, it. Yeah, Billy yeah. didn't like it. He didn't like it. Which and one? The, the sell and drop her one. Because he <laughs> felt – and, you know, I saw him after Origin 1 yeah. and he had the pips with me, right? And I said what to him – What did he say to you? I went up to him in the shed and said, Billy, you know, is, we got an issue. And he said, well, yeah, why are you doing that? The kid's 18, he's making his debut or 19, mm. whatever he was. Why would you do that to a kid making his mm. debut for an Origin game? And I said, well, mate, it's Origin. It's like – it's what we write about. And I mm. said, the headline, okay, I'll give you the headline, it's bad, but the story actually sort of stuck up for him. Anyway, we moved on. They only see the headline. Read yeah, they do, yeah. We moved on. It was, it was okay. It was because right, for everyone out it there. It was all right the rest of the series, but you know what's run today? What? And I didn't write oh, this. Here we go. But Selwyn Dropper got a mention again. Oh, but this time, headline? Uh, I can't remember. This time it's Reese Frightening because apparently he's made 21 errors in 11 games. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> or Grease Walsh. <laughs> but I didn't write that. So Billy can't. Billy, so this I didn't is what write happens. that. This is what happens, isn't it? So New South Wales, Daily Telegraph, they come up with something to have a go at Queensland. But mate, the next day, the Courier-Mail yes, will and return they are. serve. Don't worry. They're, they're firing up tomorrow from what I understand. And you so, idiots in your daily meeting, you and Bedell, not me, just going, oh, we're no, going to cook up here. Nothing to do chief, with this. Chief league writers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, it, but it's, look, that's part of the fun of Origin, right? I mean, oh, the, Yeah, we've done it too. Like we've yeah. done like the – the book of grubs and all this sort of stuff, you know, and and they all got they were irritated. Like we we ran a bunch of Queenslanders showing their incidents, dressed them as as grubs, you know, and, sure. and they hated it. But it's origin, you know. And well, Liam Martin loves it. Yeah, Speak he didn't to mind Liam it, Martin yeah. about calling, being called a grub. I spoke to him the other day about yeah. it. Yeah, he says, "Oh yeah, that's my job now." And that's the way you. I spoke like to Jerome yesterday, yeah. and um, and he's obviously very much a, a lightning rod sort of yes. figure. Um, and he said, I'll, I, if I'm the villain, that's fine, yeah. fine with me. Yeah. I'm happy to like, and he said, I said, you know, we've seen Gallon do it, we've seen Wally, and he said, you go speak to those guys and they're good guys to speak to. Hopefully if people get to speak to me, they'll realise I'm actually a yeah. decent guy too, which he is, which That's he part is. of the fun of Origin, right? I mean, I Fun know, for us. It's fun for us, right? I know coaches don't like it or players don't like it, but – it's part of what drives interest in the game when you stir things up in the media and you have your villains and your heroes. I mean, sport, when, you, when you've got villains and heroes in sport, that's what makes I, sport, isn't I it? I really like when um, it was fun for me, not fun for you, Reedy, mm. when we were in um, Kingscliff last year at a recovery session or something or other and Reedy lobs oh. up after almost bringing COVID into the camp. Oh. Did you have COVID at that point? I or think you, I got it you, the next day. Yeah, you got the next memory, day, yeah. 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 So he lobs up as a, you know, and the Blues were not happy to see him. No. Like, I think Brandy was giving you a hard no, time, yeah. wasn't he? Because they know I'm a, for years I hid that I was a Queenslander. <laughs> <laughs> but they know now. Brandy, yeah. to be fair to Brandy, he's not. He's he not, gives it to you. But yeah, he, he does, you know. but he has. A, Br Freddie's been a bit cold, cold in recent years. Because I was a bit. Do you and Freddie get along? I, 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 we used to. I remember when Freddie first got the job, I, I met him at Monavale and we swam across, or we started swimming across Monavale. 
Uh, I was doing a story on him. He said, come for a swim. I go for a swim. My the basin. Do you know the how basin. many sharks oh, and stingrays mate, are under there? Mate, we got about 100 metres out. I said, Freddie, it was rough as it's all hell. I said, yeah. Freddie, I'm going back. This is nuts. Yeah. So I just swam straight back. So you left and Freddie. It, and afterwards he said to me, you know, it's quite sharky here. And I went, oh, thanks <laughs> for telling me. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> the stingrays are as big as this room in that. But now he knows. Well, hang on, maybe he didn't really like you then. No, maybe. And last year I was very critical of them after Origin 1 and their selections. And then since then. On 360 then, or in the on paper? On 360 and in the paper. Mm. And since then it's been a bit cool, to be honest. Mm. So, you know, that's With the life. headlines, though, you guys know as well as anyone that you don't write them, mm. but it's the, the way that your story gets sold. It's your, yeah. your it's basically your marketing words of your story can that you, someone can else you does. Can you object to a headline? Yes. Yeah. 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 I can ask for it. I've asked for headlines to be changed. Yeah. 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 Yeah, as yeah, as there was one on the Kangaroo Tour last year when Harry said, um, "There's a massive blab about Harry Green over the CBA when he said uh, you're better off working on the tools." Mm. I don't know if you remember that, Mm. and he actually said it in the context of there's guys who earn sixty thousand dollars a year, they'd be better off working on the tools. Yeah, but that not Harry Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I I rang work and said, "What are you doing? You know, you need to change that headline because." Because that caused me massive drama. On plus, the plus, plus when you're on tour, yes, it can and lead they were, to. They were filthy about it. Again, they see the headline. Yes, they won't necessarily read what you've yeah. written. Yeah, sub editors and editors do the headline. Yeah, to put it out there. I know people won't believe that. Well, but no, the writer me, of the article actually doesn't do the well, headline. Sometimes we do these days, but oh, more really? often than not, it gets changed because it's not. Oh, can you suggest? We yeah, we yeah, put headlines right. on stories now. We're supposed to put headlines on them, and they, uh, but often they get so changed. So when was it drop over? Was that no? That wasn't me. No. <laughs> sure about that? It wasn't me. No. <laughs> but but in fairness to Reedy, like when you read his stuff, he's measured, and you you, mm. you aren't a beat up sort of bloke. No, I try not to be dead. Yep. No, well, I, I know. Occasionally we all cross that line, don't yeah, we? Yeah, but not too often. As opposed <laughs> to you on the inside back well, of the Sun Herald. Right. <laughs> Say what you want about me. <laughs> How are you going with your Channel 9 mates, by the way? Have you getting inside info from Freddie it's, and Billy? It's funny. You, I, I saw that as a, a topic. And where you probably want the inside info is for team selections, right? And yeah. all that sort of yeah. stuff. Well, I don't think I did a team selection story. Maybe mm. I'm not doing my job properly, but the team's announced on a Sunday or a Monday. Monday this year, Monday. So I'm usually… Mind you, you announced it on the Sunday night. There you go. Well, I'm off on a Sunday. Yeah. So I don't really… If yeah. I was working on the Sunday, yeah, I'd be hammering… Yeah, Freddie and Billy or whoever else, and and trying to get that mm. yarn. But I I haven't really had a lot of team selection sort of stuff to deal with. More, I guess the harder part is when the coaches are under pressure. Danny was too busy firing up Gus Gould on Monday night anyway. <laughs> what did I do to Gus? <laughs> you got him all fired up, up up to bag the NRL. Oh, hang on, he was bagging the NRL, and I said you're not allowed to as the Bulldogs <laughs> that was boss. Like waving a red flag in front of a ball. <laughs> I think he said, said he said, basically told me to get stuck. Yeah, I can say what and I then want. I, then I saw somebody. Reedy doing another Gus Bags arrest story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> why are you in, poor old Gus, why are you into him? Nothing, just quoting him. I'm sure he doesn't mind. <laughs> don't def- don't publish it for your show, Dan. Yes, if, it was. <laughs> but with Billy and Freddie, can you go down, like a Channel 9 there at North Sydney, you work on a certain floor and you know they're in the building. Can you go down there and just go, hey, boys? I, I could, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't really because I'm usually out doing stuff. I think Freddie records a show with Joey once a week, and he's obviously in for commentary duties and all that sort of stuff. Billy, I don't really see at all. But, yeah, I could easily approach them and mm. have a chat to them. And, look, I've known Freddie, I covered his whole career. I've yeah. known him since he was 17. And we've had some massive blues in the past. Over what? Oh, just when he was wild and young. Yeah. Like, just not not really blues, just standoffs, you know, mm. because he knew I was writing stuff he didn't like. Um, but we're fine. I get mm. on fine. And Billy... 
Billy was a bit prickly as a player at mm. times, I, I used to find. Um, and I don't have that much to do with him as a coach um, because he's with the bad guys. Up them. How do you find it? Like, uh, I get on well with Bill, actually, but. Was he, did you, as a player, did as you a find player, him? I go, well, I was always the Melbourne Storm oh, man. Yeah, yeah, Storm yeah. yeah. How did you go in the whole, when he, the World Cup time when he threw that pass, he was not happy about the, the media coverage okay. then? Well, that, that is one thing where I think Billy gets a bit sensitive when Selwyn Dropo um, yeah. and uh, those sort of stories get published because he went through that himself. Yeah. I mean, he was called a grub for so long, wasn't he, Billy? Or silly Billy was Some the, of the things yeah. he did on the field. Yeah. And I think, first. I, I think from a personal perspective, he knows – what it's like to be on the end of that. So that's why he probably mm. has great empathy for his players mm. when it happens. But it's just part of, part of the, the cycle, Jeez, right? I hope he's not on Twitter. Um, imagine when he becomes an NRL coach. He's going to cop that every week. I think it'll happen mm. one day. Mm. I think it will one day. Um, but I, I like Billy. I, you know, I'll get him I like him too. I'll yeah. tell you what, though. Smart he, guy. You know what he's mastered the art of, Dan? Talking for eternity yeah. and saying nothing. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Like he gives nothing, Billy. How Freddie we, gives stuff. Yeah, Freddie like does. Freddie gave us that his selections this week had, were courageous or, yes. you yeah. know, he, that it was a gamble yeah. and, you know. Mm. But Billy can <laughs> Billy's a great talker oh. and says a lot. It's like Mark Tubby Taylor. I used to find him the same. He was yeah. really good at s- saying words. Just talking. Yeah. But you couldn't find an yeah. angle. Walk away, away from a 15-minute interview and think that was really good and then you yeah. listen back yeah. to him yeah. and go, okay, there's nothing here. <laughs> Todd Greenberg was a bit like that at times. Oh, Todd had talked right. You go, man, that was a good Politician. interview. Politician. And then you'd walk away and listen to her and you go, oh, there's nothing in there. Said, a lot, <laughs> of good, said, said a lot of good words. <laughs> and looked good. Oh, yeah. But he just mastered the art of giving Saying nothing. nothing. Andrew's, Andrew's got a bit of that about him too. Yeah. Andrew. But yeah. you have to yeah. as an administrator. Yeah. yeah. You can't give away your secrets. We love the coaches who give you. See, I reckon, like I reckon Gus, you, you Gus could have coached those guys to do that really well too. You could you could have been a master, master <laughs> media manipulator. Gus know? was a genius at just he just dropped bombs. Still is, yeah. Still but when he was New South Wales coach, I mean, yeah. you'd never leave a Gus interview with nothing. Oh no, it'd the, be something. Were yeah. you there the day that he he bailed up Andrew Johns in the car park in the no, East? No, that was on, that was on the street. Uh, outside the the team hotel, I and think there Sunday Telly to be got a photographer. Sunday there. Telly got the photo, so I don't think it was a. Oh no, no, it wasn't a, a Gus. Gus wouldn't special. have invited them along. I actually brought that up with Gus the other day, and he said, "No one knows the real story behind that." Still, really, I said, "Oh, well, can that's you gonna tell us?" That's going to appear in your column on a Sunday, isn't well, it? Well, no, because he's not telling me. That's the ridiculous. That's a ridiculous state from him. That's like saying oh, I've got the funniest joke I've well, ever heard in my life. Guess what? You're not going to. He hear said it. it to me. <laughs> he said he'll, he'll write in his book. Yeah, yeah, as if he's doing a book. He might. He might. Good book. Be a good read. Book. Yeah. Be a good read. You have and to sort the fact from the fiction. Oh, though. come on, Reed. <laughs> Rent. Jeez. Don't be like that. Just saying, that's all. Off to a break on Footy Talk. We'll talk some NRL club news after this. <laughs> Dragons, guys. Well, firstly, has Jason Rolls been barred from the greater <laughs> eastern suburbs area? They've put up a... Like Nick's a, your man, Danny. What do you got? No, so I think I raised this on Monday on... Uh, 100% footy and I was talking about how Jake Friend's being positioned to do the Rolls job whether it be tomorrow or next week or whenever because mm. I was hearing mail that on Monday that Rolls was going to be punted straight away. March. March. To this minute, I still don't know whether that's happened. I don't know if you've heard anything on that, Reedy, but I, I I think it's going to happen. Yeah. But I don't know if it's yet happened. So the Roosters are clearly pissed off with the fact that mm. he's – negotiating with the Dragons and I, I I guess they figure maybe he's not giving his full attention to the Roosters. I, I It's just, it's different though because they've got a, a player in their ranks who's signed with rugby for the year after. So 
I don't know. I don't know why Riles can't talk to the Dragons and they get rid of him, but they've got a player who's going to go play rugby, but they keep him. So, yeah, especially it, when it's upgrading his own career. Yep. Like it's not these like like for like I'm going to the Dragons and, and I would have thought they'd know right that when he joined eventually he wanted a gig. He was doing it for. He's got it, hasn't he? The Dragons gig. Is that the mail, really? Th- well, it's heading that way. I think. Yeah. It, I think it will happen. I know Gus on Monday night suggested mm. he didn't. Yeah, think Gus it would must happen, know something. But everything I'm being told is it will happen. Happen soon. So mm. they're obviously still talking. There's still negotiations going on. And if Rolls is a point where the Roosters are going to cut him loose, and regardless of what happens, they're going to cut him loose at the end of the yes. year. I think. So. Or, mate, or or today or tomorrow yeah. or next week. So or, you know, I, I think that's an indication that's. It's obviously going going down the right path for him with the dragon. So I'd be surprised if it doesn't happen in the next few days. Mm. Obviously, the, the the roosters will make the decision, and as Danny said, you know, I, I think they're going to cut him loose. And I believe when I see it. The, the issue is, Dan. You know, um, one of the views is that they bring in, uh, they've been getting assistant coaches who have aspirations to be head coaches, right? And they're not from the roosters, not roosters people. Adam O'Brien, Jason Rolls. Mm. But what happens if they bring in Jake Friend, and Jake Friend gets two years in a his assistant coaching career and decides I want to be a head coach. Mm. Robbo's contracted for five years. Mm. Jake and he, Jake Fring gets offered a head coaching job. He's probably going to take it. Mm. So I don't, I don't think necessarily getting some someone who's from the Roosters is an answer to, to holding on your assistant coaches. I think that's – we all love Nick, right? But I, And I know how much Nick loves that club. And But ultimately, you know, if a guy wants to be a head coach and there's no path from the Roosters, it doesn't matter whether he's a Roosters guy or a Dragons guy, he's probably mm. going to look – for that, that opportunity. I we'll think Rolls will be professional enough to be able to negotiate with the Dragons yeah. and sort out his future or with Melbourne, whoever he's maybe negotiating do you think, with. Uh, do you think the fact they're not going well at the moment yes. makes it an easier yeah. call? Does I think that? there's a lot of noise coming out of the Roosters. Whether I did a story about Joseph Swally and you know, people wanting him gone now. You don't make that up. It's, no. People are talking about it and the Rolls stuff was being talked about as well. So – if they were if they were flying on top of the table, maybe a different outlook as yep. to particularly for Rolls at the moment and Joseph for down the track. So I think the fact that they were premiership favourites and they've gone through games where they can't score tries is weighing heavily on that club. You know, I don't know if there's been a more disappointing club this year uh, than the Roosters. It's well, hard to pick one. Reedy, uh, you got to have a talk to Jason Rolls about dealing with conflicting parties like you you do work for News Corp and Channel 9 you're an impressive human being in that regard <laughs> oh, yeah, my friend yeah. it's yeah. one it's Switzerland just Switzerland just walking a tightrope is that what you call yourself Switzerland yeah, yeah. I think that's wearing thin neutral. you're more a Liechtenstein guy <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh Schuster just quickly guys Danny you wanted to bring this up as well he says and I listened to it it wasn't like he was beating his chest saying, oh, I'm going to be the number one player in the world mm. he, he, it was almost like a throwaway line mm. like very humbly said that he did say it. They're the words. I feel like I've got it in me to become the, the number one player in the game, and that's my aim. Good to have confidence. I mean, I, I like players talking themselves up, and I like players backing themselves. I mean, uh, I think we need more of it. So mm. I, I hope he can get there one day. Will he? Well, he's got a, a fair few in front of him at the moment. A long way to go. But mm. I want players to have strong views about themselves and be able to say them. So I'm not going to bag him for having a strong opinion. He's got the talent to be a superstar. 
just whether he's got the dedication and discipline. That's the question over Josh. I don't think anyone doubts his talent and his ability because basically all his life, right? He's been that kid who's been a prodigy. He's but, magic to watch, isn't he? Yeah. Like he's, he's a rare, he's a rare person. And there's no, there's no coincidence that Tommy played well mm-hmm. at the weekend. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Schuster that. There. Manly scored a try in that first half. Here we go. Manly Schuster, man. Here we go. Yeah, I, I watched it so carefully. because us through every, every step. <laughs> every step. Every, no, but I, I was so interested because I, I want the guy to succeed mm. in a Manly jersey. Obviously, he's, he's paid a fair chunk of the, the salary cap. He's got so much talent. And I said it at the time, I think I said it in here to you, Danny, that that could well be, and I hope it is, the making of him, mm. that he's had some the need to grow some resilience and grow up here and, and, mm. and get back to where he needs to be. And I love how Sebes handled it at the time. He comes back and he gets that ball in his hands and he had three options, Brad Parker, he had Tommy Turbo, and he had someone inside as well running a decoy. And he made time stand still. Mm. And Not many most players other players wouldn't have been able to come up with that option and to, the, the seize part of for Tommy to go in under the post. He's got something extra special. So hopefully he can um, prove me right, not wrong. Juno's are never wrong, are they, though? Never wrong. I love how close you've watched it. <laughs> Thanks. No <laughs> worries. I like that. I have no life on a weekend. I'm just <laughs> on the couch. Uh, Brent Reid, thank you. Thank Enjoy you. the rest of Origin Camp. Don't upset anyone. Queensland. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Danny, have a good one. Thanks, mate. I'll uh, speak to you from Adelaide next week, hopefully. Yes. Oh, well, not me, actually. I'm not oh. available next week. Okay. You've got speak the dulcet tones of Emma Lawrence, I think. Oh, I love so Emma. It's a channel love I love in. <laughs> that was Footy Talk, Jonah's edition. Have a good one. Yeah.